Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlin. With me today is Marietta Jones. Hello. Samson Davis. Am I always second? Like, regardless of go, who goes first, am I always second? No. That's your imagination. Listeners, call in and tell him he's wrong. We should go back and compile data, probably. Alex Finn? A fucking gnat just went into my drink. <laughs> <laughs> and Stace Babcock. Hello. <laughs> Let's see. Who remembers what happened last time? This time I'm going to pick on... Stace. Stace, what happened last time on Explorers Wanted? Last time on Explorers Wanted podcast. A week ago. <laughs> um, we were in Mama Jaren's getting information for our next job when Atalia went off the rails. <laughs> and was like, hey, Mama Jaren. What are the Guardians of Night's Hope? And Mama Jaren was like, I have no clue. And then Natalia was like, you fucking liar. And then Mama Jaren was like, don't call me a liar. I know everything about you or something like that. Very threatening. Then we took all of her scones, got the information we needed. <laughs> left. Sorry. Spent some amount of time reallocating uh, party resources to fund Nix's family's bodyguards um, for to take or to guard her parents during the trip. Even though like, as of right now, nobody should have made the connection between, but people could very well could, but the um, wanted poster just said, Neh. but it's not too much of a stretch to think they might make the connection. So guys, stop me if I forget. So we get to Nix's parents' house and then sleep, hand over the money in the ciphers to Nix's dad so he can take care of the guard stuff. Nix puts on her fancy clothes for travel because she is disguising herself and trying not to look like a benevolent society of travelers traveler with a pink mohawk, basically. And Dilly... And Italia activate the tracking powder, put it on a cog courier, and send it towards one of the gates leaving town, which reminds me of a part I forgot. Cha-Cha went to the Queen's platoon, talked to the loan shark guy, told him she was bouncing. He said that he wouldn't turn Nixon because of his friendship with Cha-Cha. And then Cha-Cha asked if he would deceive anybody who asked where she was going by telling them she was heading in the opposite direction to a town that she's been banished from. <laughs> and that is also the direction the cur cog courier was sent in. I should say that the a crew is heading over to Shalmus, the city of Echoes, to track down a shipment from Mount Jaren, and then the shipment actually originated in Bodrov outside Shalm, or like that's a little bit more west of Shalmus. Way west. Way, way west. 
way, way west of Shamas. And is that it? All right, we ended near Fasten and Cha Cha saw snake whores. <laughs> yes, they're called lamias usually. Well, except that Cha Cha has a specific name that they are the dicks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bodrov is specifically um a hundred miles northwest of Shamas. Or west northwest of Shamas, I guess would be technically correct. Okay, hundred miles. But you guys are still just looking at Fasten, which is a smaller city. Why did we go this way? Would we know that Chacha has been banned from Fasten? It's probably the most direct route towards Shamus. Okay. Um, Fasten is about 50-ish miles southwest from Charmond. So if you're trying to do a direct route, unless you want to go roundabout, like you would pass Fasten. It's your choice whether you enter Fasten or go around it. Got it. You guys just got within sight of it, and Cha-Cha can see these snake figures that are clearly among her horrors that are moving around the edge of the city. So I think Cha-Cha's going to pop down and kind of on the second lowest branch... Just be like, so this city's inhabited by dicks. We shouldn't go in it because dicks are bad. Not all dicks. So there are men? I'm one of those, so... Got something <laughs> to say? No, the dicks from Dilly's dream. I... Oh, Dilly. I get it. It's hard to... It's, a, it's not embarrassing. It's natural. Nix, that's not what you meant. What? <laughs> I have nothing. Dilly had the dream about the snake people. Oh, the snakes. Yes, I've dreamed about those. We were talking about dicks. Sorry. <laughs> the cousins of the dicks. Ah, I see. Uh, I just don't think that it's a real good idea to go into town. Okay, I guess we don't need fun food. We can just be like birds. We have these scones. Chacha holds up a half-eaten scone from how many days ago? <laughs> Been like seven days at this point. Yeah, and it's half-eaten. Marietta, hiking math, how long would it take to go 100 miles about? Looking at the map correctly? If we're doing 20-mile days, it would be five days. Do the scones keep that long? I mean, they'd probably be really sad. They do. Mama Jern's scones are... Magic? Amazing. All right. There are some chocolate chip, and there are some cinnamon crunch. Yeah, so I say we stick to the wilds, and... I mean, unless you guys feel like risking Cha-Cha being discovered, she is banished from that town, you know? Well, and she said there were horrors, like. Well, yeah, but the horrors don't affect us. They will. Well. <laughs> How would they affect us? Like, what would happen? I don't know. These dicks just seem to bring bad luck and 
misery. And I hear that. That's how that house caught on fire. So we should stay away from them is what you're saying, Cha-Cha? Because that's kind of what I got out of that. Like, let's not even, let's not mess with Fasten. Let's not mess with Dick Snakes. Yeah, moving on. Onwards, upwards, or southernly. Yeah, let's let's keep going. So you're going around Fasten. And you'll delete 20 pages of material. No, I'm just kidding. Probably. No, no, that's fine. He saves the encounters for later. Lol. <laughs> Believe me, I, I I have many branches already planned. <laughs> okay, so you go around Fasten. So if you don't go into Fasten, you, you're not going to go like crazy out of your way. There is like a small wooded area that you'll have to pass through. It's not as big as, say, like a forest. It's more like a strange grove of these trees that they're trees in the ninth world sense and that we think of them archetypally as a tree, but these seem to be made of a mixture of synth and what you and I in our age would think of as organic wood. Well, these are a bunch of normal looking trees, so let's move on. Same sign. Hey, do you want to harvest some of the synths for your cipher creating? Do you still make those? I, I I can. I didn't lose that ability on the way here. That's what you're asking. Yeah. Are you guys just going to cut down like a grove of trees or what? I don't know. It just seemed convenient, but maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's just keep walking. Never mind. Well, no, you're not wrong. I do use synth, but IO is usually the one that's like, the super important ones, and I have, I'm going to curse us if I say it, but I think I have enough synth. Knock on wood. Like, pass a tree. Uh-huh. Ah. So I, I can if you want to, but I... Yeah, I guess we don't have to. Okay. Okay. What's your marching order, just so I know? I think Italia would sweep. With Seski. So, like, flanking? No, I'd be in the back. Since Italia doesn't know where we're going. Yeah, Nyx has actually literally traveled from Charmon to Shalmas before. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, and plus she's Nyx, so she would probably just be, like, out front. Makes sense. Yeah. This is probably a little bit unfamiliar because you probably would normally stop and fast. Yeah. But and how about Cha Cha and Dylan? I guess Cha Cha's gonna go second. Dylan would probably go third. Yeah. Because I'm a kind person. Ultimately. <laughs> Next, please make a. Perception roll. Your target is going to be nine. Fifteen. Okay. You notice as you are going through these woods, strange strands between the trees that kind of almost glint in the dark shade from what little light escapes. They look like they're very complex. 
strands between the trees. Like they formed like strange patterns. But they are definitely there between most of the trees. Uh, so next we'll stop and be like, huh. Uh, who's behind? Cha-Cha, you see that? What do you think? Sorry, what? If Nix points it out to you, you'll be able to see it. All these strands between the trees. I'm imagining like spiderweb, kind of. A little bit like that. More random? Uh, no, it's got that same sort of structure, but it doesn't look the same. Okay. Chacha's gonna try and shoot it with uh, her dart thrower. Okay. So they're pretty thin. So if you're aiming towards them, the light weapon will probably negate the thinness of it. So it's probably a six. I got 11. Okay. So your dart throw manages to hit one of these strands and snap it. And it falls inside. There's still many other strands, but you hit one of these strands instead. One of the things that you do notice, Cha-Cha, is that it does get snapped, but you notice the dart that you shot was cut in twin. Mm. I, I guess... Mm. Cha-Cha's gonna kind of mention that to next shrug and keep walking. Yeah, I don't think that we should probably go through this grove, so, uh... uh is that, can we go between the grove and the city? Like, I don't know, or town? Is there, ta- is there town walls, or are we just, like, outskirts? You're kind of on the outskirts. You probably have to go within sight of the city in order to... You have to get pretty close to avoid the grove. So... I guess, uh, could Nyx get a general idea of how big the grove is and, and how much it would add to their travel to go around it away from the city? To go around it would probably add a week because it goes pretty far to the north. Oh, holy. All right, guys, we're going to have to cut a little bit closer to the town because we don't want to mess with these strands. Dilly, they're kind of cool. Like, I don't know if you could do anything with them, but they cut a Chacha's dart in half. Oh, damn. I... Yeah, so they're sharp. I can look at it, but I don't know what you're expecting. I'm nothing. I... Dude, I just thought maybe you would need it or could use it for, like, one of your fucking contraptions or some shit. I don't know. I... Yeah. I'll take a look. I... It's like, it's like razor... Yeah, so Dilly, you don't know what the strand is made of. But it is definitely some sort of sharp synth of some sort. And it is very deadly. So you think it would actually also be able to cut through most armor unless it's particularly strong. Like, so from a mechanical point, if it is a material that is less than level five, it would cut through it. Okay. Maybe I can do something with the, I guess, unusable dart at this point, but uh, can 
I guess Dilly kind of use that leftover dart to like cut a length of the strand. Sure, good try. So it's going to improvise so that I think that would negate light weapon benefit. Um, so it would be a nine. Of the pools, what kind of role would this be? For the kind of thing that you're doing, it's more intellect because you're trying to do like precision stuff. And it's not like necessarily quite combat focused. In that case, I will put a level of effort into this. I will roll a four. Yeah. Ow! Fuck! Yeah, you try to use the dart to get through it, and the dart just gets sheer in half again. Ah. Uh. And it's at this point that I would say... Does anybody have training in perception? I do. That's a good question. No. Me! Natalia, you hear a scuttling sound. Hey, I think I hear something in that yonder direction. Mm -hmm. It sounds like it could be a creature. And I think everybody's going to need to roll initiative at this point. Yeah. Uh-oh. I know you guys have been craving, you've been, or at least Nyx has been craving combat. <laughs> She's the one that wanted to go around this. Well, because I'm not trying to walk through razor wire. Uh, first roll with this dice. And that was a one. Ooh, ouch. Talia, no. Hey, guess what? We're twins. No. Ouch. And a weird quirk of fate, I got an 11, so... <laughs> a lot of ones. <laughs> that is rough. That is very one, rough. one, 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 and then next roll a natural twenty, right? Twelve. <laughs> one, one plus one. So next, there is this scuttling coming. Italia, in her alarm, has no mentioned this to you, and you see five things that look like spiders made out of some sort of metal. Ooh. Large spiders, like the size of. Like a home. And uh, they are coming at you and they are ready to attack. Um, but Nyx, you get the drop on them. You can see them coming. I, um... Currently, they are all a uh, short distance away. Uh. Yeah, Nyx is going to sort of test the waters, I guess, and fire her sling at the lead one. Is your sling a light weapon? No, it's a medium. Okay, so give me a nine-speed roll. Nine-speed, I would like to expend effort okay. to hit. So that makes it a six. I got two, Daniel. That is a GM intrusion because you are a confident player. Nix is so confident. Um, so you not only miss, but one of them sees you, sneaks up on you, and there's one that you did not notice. 
it comes up and it is going to get a chance to bite at you. Um, so please make a might defense roll of both nine. All right, I'll expend a level of effort for that. Um, for the might. Then that's probably going to help me. Because I got a five. Got a five. Okay, so you're spending a level of effort, brought it down to a six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're going to take three points of bite damage from the bite. And then. There is something going on. The You feel almost like this bite of this thing injects the same sort of razor wire into your Ooh. body. And you will take four points of speed damage, ignoring armor, as your muscles and tendons are torn apart by the invasive injection. Cool. And did the might damage ignore armor? The might damage can be ignored by armor. Wait. So if you have armor, it reduces it to the bite. And it was three, so Flush of Stone gives me one armor, so that was only two. Yeah. So it's two might damage and four speed damage. Four speed. Yep. Got it. Okay. Next up is Dilly. Why is my one combat cipher, like, way too good? <laughs> We're going to need it one day, man. Uh, no, I know. Like, one day, it's going to, like, fucking save our ass, but... Today might be the day. <laughs> we'll see how the rest of the round goes. Dilly is going to cast Minor Illusion, and he is going to create an image of an injured animal. I don't know what kind of the deer or large squirrel analog of the Ninth World is, but something that yeah, yeah, yeah. Predator would find more intriguing than us. Okay. So give me a nine intellect roll. Nine intellect. <laughs> I'm going to roll a one. This is when the party wipes. Wow. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, they're not fooled at all. And two of them are coming after Dilly now. And it is their turn. So, Dilly, um, please make a nine. Well, actually, one of them will hit for free because you roll a one. So you're going to take three might damage reduced by armor if you have armor. And then I need you to make a might defense roll of nine. Uh... We'll also roll that straight because I don't have a lot of might. That's a 19. Nice. So you get a minor effect. So you are definitely going to avoid the speed damage. Um, what you propose is a minor effect. Let's see. Is only one attacking me right now? Or is this still the... There's two attacking no. you, but this is the first okay. one. This is the one who definitely hit. As a minor effect, can I get a speed defense asset on the second one that's going to attack me? Yeah, I think that's okay. fair. Okay. 
So the second one is going to attack you. Please make a speed defense roll of nine. Six now with the asset. Six with the asset. And I'll roll six, exactly. Okay, perfect. You managed to dodge and spite. (laughs) Okay, so um, that means that there are two left. Um, One of them is going to come after Italia. Italia, please make a speed defense roll of nine. Seven. That's unfortunate. Um, okay, so you will take three might damage, and I need you to make a might defense roll of nine. Natural 20. Mm. You avoid the speed damage. What would you propose as a major effect? I think it, like, trips me up, and as, like, I catch myself to, like, move up and away from it, I'll like kick it in its jaw and I'll hit it in such a way that it'll like be hindered when it tries to bite. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm going to say you do two might damage when you kick it in the jaw awesome. and it will be hindered the next time it tries to bite you. Okay. Cha-Cha, one of them is going to attack you. It is a nine speed defense roll. Got an 11. Thank you, David Jesus. Okay, so you managed to dodge it um, just fine. Um, so next up is either Italia or Cha-Cha. It's up to you guys. Who goes first? Uh, I guess I'll try mentally onslaughting it because it seems like it has some pretty serious armor. Okay. Uh, I'll do the one that Tried to bite me. Okay. Okay, so that's a nine intellect roll. Okay, and I'll use a level of effort. For easing or for damage? For damage. I thought that was a glaive only ability that effort could be damaged. Nope. Really? Anybody can do that. And if you have two levels of effort, you could choose to spend one for ease and one for damage. Ooh, okay, well, maybe I'll do that. That sounds like a party. So you have an edge of one, so that would be four points of intellect, and that would bring it down to a six to hit, and you would get a plus three damage if you hit. Okay. That is a twelve. Okay. So you do plus three, so that is five intellect damage. Does not look happy. Okay, cha-cha. Laser gun, laser gun. Yeah, it's just like, I was going to mental onslaught, but then I remember cha-cha has a laser gun she hasn't gotten to use yet. And she wants to go pew-pew. Okay. So, because it already gives you an asset, it'll be a six to hit. Okay. I got a seven. Okay. So, that is four damage, so it hits it hard. Obviously, it's got some armor from metal, but it does not like it all the same. Okay, so now we're back to the top of the round with Nyx. 
Uh, okay. So how big are these metal creepy crawlies? They're about the size of a pony each. Oh! And they're metallic. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that's mean, Daniel, because I've been looking forward to biting somebody with Nix's new fangs. Hmm. <laughs> so she's just going to punch it. Old school, you know? I mean, it's not saying that you can't try to bite it. I think that that's like a logical thing that Nyx wouldn't do, though. Teeth against metal. Punching metal, yes. Okay. Teeth against metal, no. He's gonna punch okay. it, okay. Okay, so give me a nine my roll. Okay, do I have anything that helps with that? No. Natty 20. Yes. You want a major effect or the extra damage? The extra damage, please, Daniel. Okay, so that's plus four damage. What's your base damage? Seven. Fuck. (laughs) Fucking glaives. What does it look like when you punch this thing? Oh, hell yeah. Nyx, like, punches it, and she's like, it's metal, so I gotta punch really hard. And she punches in and she buries like her arm shoulder deep in its what would be its rib cage and then just grabs whatever something inside, whatever that would be, Daniel, and then yanks it back out. What is she what is she holding? So you dig deep into its thorax and you pull out this like weird goopy organ that looks like it's not the spinneret. The spinnerets in these things are in their mouths, but it is something that seems to be very important like it's still throbbing when you pull it out and then it stops throbbing like a half second later because it doesn't have like the weird orange goo that's running through these things it's dilly next dilly is going to change his minor illusion something that Hopefully the spiders will seem like acid will start bubbling up and kind of this like shambling mound, like acidic slime looking thing will appear and start to like go towards them. Hopefully trying to Dilly assumes the spiders have a instinct to stay away from acid that would eat and corrode metal. So he's trying to like get them to back off the party with this illusion. Okay, so I think because they've already seen you try to do one illusion, you're going to be a little bit hindered on this. So it'll be a 12 intellect roll. I will put a level of effort into this, because I got the intellect to spare at the moment. Yeah, that brings it back down to a 9. Roll, and I will get a 12. Okay. A couple of these shamble away. They're still engaged in combat, but they don't attack you. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that okay. way. Okay, so now it's their turn. One of them doesn't attack you. The other one kind of moves so it doesn't attack anybody else. Then the next one will attempt to attack Italia. Natalia, please make a nine speed defense roll. Nineteen. These have all been different dice, too. 
So that is a minor effect. What would you propose as a minor effect? Uh, I think it like uh, it swings past me when I dodge out of the way, so it like winds up going further away than it had anticipated. So it's in like an inconvenient location now. Okay, let's say as you do that, just gets a bite in and does a little bit of damage to it. Okay. 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 So the next one can't do anything. Next one after that is going to take cha 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 cha. Please make a nine speed defense roll. Uh, it's a ten. Okay. You dodge its bite. So now we go back to either Italia or Cha Cha. Whichever one wants to go next. Go for it, Marietta. I I guess I'll just do uh, Onslaught again. Okay. Are you going to spend any effort? Whatever one looks the weakest. Yeah, I'll spend a, a level of effort on damage. Okay. So go ahead and make a 9 intellect roll. 13. What does it look like when you kill one of these spiders with your mental onslaught? Yeah. Um, I think some dark spooky energy comes out of me and like goes into it and all the like metal creases and it like pops. Like the pieces come off. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> Sounds good. Cha-cha, it is now your turn. Pew pew. Okay, so you're going to shoot your yes. laser beam at it. So that'll be a six to hit. I got an eight. Okay. So you do another bit of damage to it. It does not like that. Now you hear this weird, like, sort of <sighs> clicking scream from it. And then we go to Nyx. All right. There are now four of these things left. So Nyx punched through one of them so was it what was its exterior like like are they actually made of of metal or they're just is their skin like metallic like what they're literally metal okay nix is just that badass dope like she found like a weak point okay so no biting Danielle, i'll ask a lot of questions about the nature of enemies there are still joints to what they do yeah Oh, there are? Like, there are still, like, places where you could try to fight at. Do they have a neck? It's a spider, so they have a head, a thorax, they have an abdomen, and they have their legs. So the juncture between the head and the thorax. Mm-hmm. Next, go and bite it. Okay. So, if you're just going to try to bite it. With, with her fangs. With her, she's trying to poison it. Yeah, I get it. But if you're not holding it, that's a harder thing to do. What's the differential there? It's one level. So she would have to she would have to hold it and like for one turn and then bite it. If she wanted to make it easier. So it's going to be either a 12 to hit or she could make a dine to try to hold it and get ready to hit. It would be what? Would it be speed or might? It'd be might. Alright. Next you just can go for it. She's gonna expend a level of effort to make it a nine to hit. Okay. 
Is there a particular one you're targeting? Closest to Nyx. Okay. All right. Ten. It's happening. Okay. So you jump at this thing and you go like face forward and you're it's not expecting it. Your mouth unhinges and those fangs come out. And once again, it both hurts and is satisfying at the same time. And you feel those fangs like pierce through a joint in this metal and reach flesh. And there's this weird pulsing feeling like something is moving down through your fangs. And you hit this thing and you know that you've definitely heard it for like, so mechanically, just so you know. You've essentially done because your needs no weapons, you've essentially done four damage. And that's mitigated by whatever armor they have. Four damage because it's uh okay. Yep. Yep. And then there's this poison in it. And you notice that, that spider seems to be as you pull your fangs out, it seems to be weird. It seems to be its movements are a little bit sluggish. To you, it screams like prey that's been weakened. Mm-hmm. Almost like it'll be at a hindrance for anything else it does for a while as the poison works its way through it. Sweet. Dilly. Dilly will move himself and his acidic mound slime illusion thing closer to Chacha, because Atalia and Nyx seem relatively fine. Mechanically, what I'm trying to do this turn is get Chacha in the spiders won't attack us range. The slime kind of being the bodyguard. Okay. I don't know what kind of roll that would be. If I am going to roll for so it. So this is going to be an intellect roll of nine. Fifteen. Okay. So it's not a guarantee that they won't try to attack Cha-Cha, but it will give her an asset to defense. Okay. okay. So next up are the creature's turn. One of them is going to try to attack Cha-Cha. Chacha, you have an asset defense, so please make a six speed defense roll. I got a nine. <laughs> okay. So you managed to dodge its bite. The other one is going to try to attack Dilly. Sixteen. Okay, so you managed to dodge its bite. One of them is going to try to attack Italia. Natalia, please make a nine to speed events roll. I haven't rolled this one yet. Say it. <laughs> Say it. It's just a one. That's four ones. Four <laughs> ones wow. this round. Nyx will, if she can, take that attack. Okay. Nyx can take that attack as part of it. So, Nyx, you will take for sure, 
three might damage minus whatever your armor is. And then I need you to make a might defense roll of nine. Okay. Might or speed defense? 18. Might. Okay, so you managed to avoid the speed damage of this. Nick smiles at Atali with like her fangs like dripping orange goo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is exactly how Atalia smiles back. She's like, okay, okay. Okay. For our listeners, Marietta's smiling yeah. with her mouth, but her eyes are dead. <laughs> yeah. it, it looks more like a grimace than a smile. <laughs> okay, so next is Italia. All right. I would like to onslaught the one that just tried to attack me. Okay. And I will add the damage. Yeah, I'll do a full. Are you doing mental? Yes. Okay. So since you're adding the damage, it'll be nine. That's an 18. Okay, so that's plus two damage on top of your plus three. That's plus five damage, so you do seven damage. What does it look like when you kill the spider? This time the whole head pops off. Mm, nice. And it kind of like projects a little bit. So there's like a geyser of like orange, greenish goo. So like some of the little pieces pop off and then particularly the metal head just like. And there's just like goop. Yeah, it's great. Okay. Sexy. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to say that that goop, at least 50% of that goop lands on Nyx. Standard. <laughs> Her nice clothes. Sorry. I can okay. fix that later. <laughs> okay, then Cha-Cha. Hip Cha-Cha is obsessed with this little ray gun. Okay. So it'll be a six to hit. Are you attacking the one that's already injured or the one that hasn't been hit yet? Injured. Okay. I got 20. Wow. Do you want the extra damage or the major effect? Extra damage. Fuck it up. Fuck it up good. That's plus four. What does it look like when you kill this spider with your ray gun? I think... Chacha kind of goes like, God, what's a good reference that doesn't make me sound like a dumbass? <laughs> you know, in Pokemon, Inteleon is like a sniper Pokemon. She just kind of sharpshoots it, hits it in the eye, and it just flops down like, bam. Cool. I don't, but I'll take it because it's awesome. <laughs> okay. So, next up, it is Nyx. There is, as I read it, one left. Okay, so, and it's the one that I bit, right? It is not the one that you bit. The one that you bit is the one that just died. Okay, um, I've got a question, Daniel. So, you said bite, which is what I'm calling Nyx's new attack. Does four damage like an unarmed, but I have three points of unarmed damage bonus. Does it apply to that? It would. Okay. Actually. Nick's just going to be biting everybody all the time. But it is hindered unless you're holding them. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let me note that. Just bite. 
ramming in your face to try to bite them is harder than punching them. Put your hands behind your back. That's true. That's true. It's like bobbing for apples, but <laughs> attack. You say that, but I used to teach preschool, and then there was this one student who would just run up on teachers and bite them in the ass and not try and grab them with his hands, just full-on, like, running mouth open, biting asses. Well, that's a different thing. That is an asset because they're not expecting it. Ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think Nyx is feeling pretty confident with just one left, so she's not going to... She'll take the um, easier punch. Okay, so it'll be... So you're spending one level of effort for a nine? For the punch? Oh, you're just going to do a punch? Yeah, just a normal old punch. If it's a punch, and you are you doing a level of effort? Yep. Okay, so that'll be a six. Nine. Okay, and how much damage? Seven. Okay. It does not like that. It is very, very hard. Next up is Dilly. There's one spider left. Uh, still keeping his acid slime illusion up, he will use his dart thrower and shoot the spider. Okay, so that's a six to hit. <laughs> I rolled a one. Dilly shoots Woo-hoo. himself on the foot. Okay. So it ricochets off of it, and the spider is going to get a bite at you for free. Fuck. So you're going to take three damage, minus whatever armor you have, which I assume is zero. Yes. And then? And then I need you to make a might defense roll of nine. Oh, that's cocked off the table. I swear to God, natural 20. Yeah! <laughs> really? Okay. Because <laughs> that's what this combat is. Ones or 20s. Because Wow. What a wild ride. What would you propose as a major effect for avoiding the speed damage? For avoiding the speed damage, I think that physically Dilly will not be able to dodge, but he's able to draw his acid slime illusion closer to himself, kind of like have it rush below the spider and then like up kind of like a wave and scare the spider if this is still within the range of a major effect, so that he avoids the damage, but also gives whoever attacks next an asset on attacking it. Okay. So let's say this. The spider is going to lose its turn, because it would go next normally. Awesome. Whoever attacks it next will get an asset. And next up is Italia. So, yeah, I'm just going to mentally onslaught it. It's not looking great. It's not looking great. But mental onslaught's only two, so I guess I'll still spend the effort for extra damage. Okay, so it's a mind to hit. Eight. Yeah, so you miss. No, you get an extra asset, so it'd be a six. So, yeah, you hit. With your extra damage, um, what does it look like when you kill this last spider? I think this one, like, uh, its front, like, right leg pops off, and then its front left leg pops off, so it, like, teeters to the front and then violently teeters back, and then it just, like, crumples to the ground. Okay. And you guys are out of combat with these spiders. Oh, man. 
that was like cool, but also terrifying. Yeah, with that last dodge, Dilly kind of had to like matrix thing where he like kind of bent at the like knees only. But unlike mm-hmm. the matrix, he just like fell flat on his back afterwards. Yeah. Oh god. Oh fuck. Nix uh, finds the organ. Mm-hmm. And she's still experimenting, so she she like dribbles some some acid spit on it. Interesting. And so you dribble some acid spit on it, and you see it start to dissolve the sort of fat lining of this organ and start to eat into the side of the organ. Italia, check it out. Whoa. Nix, for whatever reason, this organ suddenly looks like really appetizing. Like, is yours by right? Huh. I mean, it's the size of a football, but it definitely looks appetizing. Yeah. Nix can keep it for when she's hungry. I mean, you're hungry right now. It's up to you what you want to do with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nix eats some of it. Why not? Okay. So everybody else sees Nix's jaw unhinged, but the, this time the fangs don't come out. And Nix swallows this football thing whole. Dang! And uh, Nix, you feel very, very satisfied. In fact, you get one point back to your pools. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Nix, uh, please chew your food. Oh, holy shit. Dude, I don't think I have to anymore. Like, I. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I bit that one. Did you see me bite it? Did you see me? I did see you bite it. I, I saw that. I don't know. Very impressive. Well, yeah, but also, I think I poisoned it because it was acting kind of weird and slow after I bit it, so. Yeah, now you have a cool bite attack. Yeah. Pretty pleased. That's so cool. Overall. You're a snake. For everybody else, there's a little bit of that strange venom dripping from the corner of Nix's mouth. Ah, Nix, you got a little little right here. Right here. Oh, sorry. And she, like, licks it off the side of her cheek. Uh, Yep, it's totally fine. Just, like, as if you were licking your lips normally. Oh, man. Nix, I know you're a good person, but I apologize for any future faces I make at this thing that you're doing with your face nowadays. Oh, yeah. It's like, I get it, man. It's kind of weird. It's a little strange. I think that we'll all get used to it, but honestly, just the benefit. I guarantee you I will never get used to this. Oh, well, I don't know how to help you, Dilly. No, I know that's on me as a person, but holy shit. (laughs) Yo, Dilly, did you see what my spit did? I... Did you see it dissolve that? It's kind of preoccupied. I did it. Speaking of which, um, are we hanging out here until more spider or not spiders show up, or are we going to walk through this field and just be seen? Yes, I like what Italia is saying. We should leave. <laughs> All right, God. geez. I was just going to ask you if you had any like, glass jars or something I could spit in. You want to go to Fasted and get some? Like, I don't. I'm just asking if you have any, Tilly. What? No. 
I don't think anybody has any in their inventory. All right. All right. Let's get moving. It's an early game Zelda. We don't have any glass jars yet. Nyx is like pulling razor wire out of her thigh as she's moving. (laughs) Yeah. So you guys are heading past around Fasten. You know, it adds a little bit of time, but not a terrible amount. And uh, several weeks pass. But what I do want to do is explore that first night camping after Fasten and see if there's anything that the characters want to talk about then. I have at least two things I want to talk about. They might be the same thing because they're relatively connected. Mm-hmm. You guys are sitting around the fire at night with your camping. Hey, so Mama Jaren's like Guardians of Night's Hope. We all agree on that. We all remember that from a week ago. Oh. Yeah, I was kind of feeling like it. Okay. Is that what you guys think? Holy shit. I mean, think about it. Like, we found the note that said that the Guardians of Night's Hope are collecting objects to protect humanoid kind. The jobs that we've had so far are collecting objects for Amajaran. She has that very weird cryptic line where she's protecting humanoid kind herself. So, also, Merrick, did you see him? Fucking well, like, arr, like the entire time, like last time we talked to him. Yeah, he was also like really stressed out about that whole interaction. Yes. Hey, I, I'm the one that saw that, so I should have shared that. Yeah, that's true. Atali didn't necessarily notice that. Wanna delete that? <laughs> Additionally, I think the fire that's at Mama Jaren's is a communication device. That doesn't really help us, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, Mama Jaren's, like, the tip of the iceberg on, like, some organization that's, like, trying to save us from something. So I think Mama Jaren's, like, okay, but there's a something that we have not encountered yet that we should probably be thinking about, because whatever scares Mama Jaren is probably awful. I just I just think that it's pretty cool that she's an abhuman, too, you know, like me. Is she abhuman? She said she's she's only looks human. She presents as human. Yeah, that could be anything. Oh, well. Could be anything. She could also be trying to kill us all, but... All I know is that she blatantly lied to our faces, and I'm kind of getting sick of being lied to. I just would really like some answers and some straightforward responses, but no one in that line of work seems to appreciate that kind of... Uh, conversation i mean we are just like contractors to her i don't know how much she really has to explain herself italia and maybe italia you're in the wrong line of work because you don't really understand how to ask these questions Ooh. right <laughs> anyway i think i'm gonna go to bed now you guys let me know what you decide about the morning <laughs> That's a healthy way to deal with conflict. Yeah, because guess what's coming up next? <laughs> the job. I I feel like Chacha is too blunt to not say that, though. <laughs> Especially after the Mama Jaren incident, and from what Nick's told us of the handler meeting, where she's just like, wait. wait <laughs> so what does Chacha say? 
Like, maybe you're in the wrong line of business. Like, no. <laughs> uh. And she's just going to stare at Atalia like, I, th- I think she doesn't get it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think Atalia's just like, right, I'm, I'm just going to. Atalia, at some point you're going to have to talk through this stuff with us. We're going to be traveling for, like, another six weeks at least. So. What would you like me to talk about? Everything that's happened, dude. Like, you said the job went fine, but. Uh, I was pretty badly hurt, murdered somebody for you. Like, Cha-Cha had to literally protect me because I was stunned on the ground in between four guards. Like, it did not go... It We achieved, like, we succeeded ultimately overall, but it did not go fine. Nix can't go home anymore because, yeah, that's a lot of money. And, like, I'm happy to back you up. Like, we backed you up immediately. Like, that's not the issue, dude. It's just that, like, we need to look back on what happened and do better because it did not go fine. Wait, where is this coming from? The job that we did a week ago. Ugh. I don't know, man. Um, I'm sorry. I'm used to working on my own. I'm here to do what you want at this point i don't i don't know what to say i'm sorry i didn't should i not have tried to steal it then should we have waited is that what you wanted to do because we didn't like even communicate before you guys went in there we said we were scoping it out never came back (laughs) oh i how long did you wait for us i didn't feel like we were in there for very long italia not to play sides but one, I think Nix and Chacha were in there for like a half hour, maybe. But also, Atalia, I'm very thankful for your presence there, because my whole storyline through all that was kind of fucked. And Atalia pulled me out, so I'm very thankful that Atalia was as spontaneous as she was, because I probably would have died. You mean when you got left on the roof alone with the biggest bounty on your head? And the people actively trying to kill you. This isn't bash Italia time, guys. This is just review what happened and do better next time, okay? So, like, that's all I'm asking personally because I was pretty hurt. And I have a 900 chin bounty on me. And I murdered somebody. Well, self-defense, arguably. But. You know what I'm saying? Like, happy to do it, but would like some acknowledgement that it took some pretty extraordinary efforts on the entire team's part to help you out, Italia, and that it did not go fine. It went slightly less than good. (laughs) I thought that's what fine was. Slightly less than good. Is that that's what you meant when you said fine? Yeah. We have slightly different definitions of fine, and that's where this confusion is coming from. <laughs> I just want you to know that it could have been a lot worse. I'm so sorry. Look, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm I'm sorry that it wasn't a great team plan that was carefully executed and that we all got hurt and it was a cluster, but the whole situation has been a cluster. Like this. Ever since I took that contract, I swear it's this lady. But fine, whatever. I guess Guardians of Night Hope is cool, and I just need to be chill and fine and not 
ask her the question that everyone's thinking, but no one's asking because she's aggressive and scary. So, I don't know, man. It was a shitty situation. Nobody said the Guardians of Night's Hope was fine. We don't know what they're going to do when they get all the people they're protecting. They could be locking them up in a museum. Look, just let me know what you want to do next time. I've always worked on my own very spontaneously. and, and And clearly it wasn't good enough for what you wanted. And I'm sorry that there was so much fallout from it. So just... Tell me what you want to do in the next mission. I'll show up for it that way. That's cool. No, Atali, I don't want to tell you exactly what to do. You're too talented for that shit. I just want you to try to act like the member of a team. That's all I'm asking. I thought I did that, but I guess I didn't. Okay, guy. Good night. Great. Natalia will peace with the pup. The not pup. Is anybody keeping watch? Actually, while Natalia is like going off on her own. Hey, hey, Natalia? Yeah. Why are you here? Like, what's. I. Cha cha. Well, because I burned every fucking bridge in Charmant because of this damn job. I don't have a home to go back to. My grandmother's gone. I can't work for the people I've been working for for, I don't know, the past six years. And I guess that's fine. So I'm fucking here whether or not I want to be. Thank you for inquiring. I, I appreciate I, it. I, I'm sorry if I. But I meant more long term. Like, uh, Nick seems here because she's trying to get money for her mom. Chacha is here because there are reasons that I'm sure Chacha finds coherence. But, <laughs> <laughs> At- Atalia, why are you here and taking jobs and, as you say, have been working for the handlers for six years? Like, why? Why not be a baker or something or whatever? I It was the only skill I really had, and it was the easiest way to make money that we needed to the extent that we needed. I wouldn't make enough to support both of us with being a baker. And that was never satisfying enough. I've always like wanted more and to know more, I guess, you know, I don't want to be a bad person, but there's more knowledge to be obtained. And I was never going to find it being a baker working in a shop or selling flowers or something. Okay. That didn't get me as much insight as I hoped. But I guess it helps me kind of know where everyone's at. My whole thing has always been, like, being able to learn more for Atalia. She's never had, like, a formal nano education. I know that, but Dilly doesn't. Ah. That's why you put up with all the... Bullshit. He waves. And the general around this. <laughs> you just want to learn more about just like what's happening? Or do you want to learn about something specifically? I mean, I want to learn more esoteries, I think. Is really the long-term goal there. But at, at this point, too, I'm sort of curious about what happened with my family. It's not like I can get information out of anyone, though, unless it's their idea, so. 
What do you know, if you don't mind me asking? About something so personal? Um, my grandmother knows a lot more than she lets on, obviously. And I've never really been able to get more out of her. Um, she admitted that my mother was involved with the handlers. So I think that's why James picked me up when I was like, I was like 15, 16 when I started like contracting out just like really tiny jobs, you know, but that's how they get people to work for them. You get them while they're young. So, but when I told her that they invited me to join them, she was really shocked. Like her reaction definitely sparked something. So there's got to be a family history with them. I don't understand what it is. Like James never overtly treated me differently, but then again, I didn't really interact with him and anyone else. And he's totally dead now, so. Okay. You said we, right? So, your grandmother seems fine, by the way. Just... She's great. She's so lovely. She's so wonderful. No, yeah, she's fantastic and probably very much alive and doing better than we are somehow, but... No, I, I'm pretty sure she was, like, those tracks totally. I don't know where she is, though, or how to reach her at all. Yeah. So I guess... Like I said, I don't really have anywhere to go to right now. I could go make another corner for myself in Sherman, but it's it's too risky right now. Like, um, you know, there's no, like, wanted poster out for me, but there's no way that the handlers aren't trying to kill me. I'm pretty sure Tamara was relatively important she was standing near mark rick your what's your dude's name because my dude's name is like similar but different yeah um merrick <laughs> mine's Mer- mine's merrick with an e yours is merrick mine's merrick okay <laughs> but tomorrow was like standing close to him so during that whole like interaction so i think she must have been somewhat important at least yeah but it sounds like tamara's dead so no problem there. Well, I know, but I was the last one involved with her, so... Nah. Well, <laughs> Nix is the one who killed her, but they're going to come looking for me, probably. Right. So it's probably a really good thing that we all got out of there. You know, since we're all wanted. Well, now we're like explorers, what do you think? <laughs> explorers, comma, wanted. All explorers who happen to be wanted. Trying to bring this back to the central conflict that we were at, but I drank too much alcohol and I can't really remember where we were at. I know, I'm just like, what's happening? Yeah, it was just about Italia being, like, too risky. Mm, I think it's more about, at least from Nix's point of view, Italia not acting like a member of a team is really it. Like, acting as an independent party. Yeah, that's it. It's not what happened, it's just how it happened. Because Italia makes her decisions on her own. There was no one else to consult with in the rafters. I'm sorry. All right. Um, well, again, thank you for probably saving my life, Italia. Because I didn't do anything during that job. Like, I just sat on the roof... Aces showed up, and then I tried to do something, and then that didn't work, and then all of a sudden, I'm being pulled by you. So, 
I get that that whole event was unplanned, which is something we should probably work on, but I don't see you as being selfish. Because if you were, you would have you wouldn't have saved me. You wouldn't have been there for me. So thank you. Yeah, but I left you too. Wouldn't have been in that position if I hadn't left you. Yeah, but you were gone for like ten minutes. And then Yeah, that whole Yeah, I wasn't there very long. But the, here's the thing. You came back for me. And ultimately that's what saved me, so. Thanks for not being selfish. Uh, I can take first watch if everyone needs some space. So Dilly takes first watch. Dilly will also take uh, two recovery rolls, the one action and the ten minute ones. Just to give me some space. I have six. Um, Nick's did through an hour. Mm-hmm. And is topped off. Okay. Yeah, Talia will be topped off too. So, Dilly. Dilly, go ahead and give me a perception roll. Oh, no. Your target is nine. Actually, no, your target is three. I'm still going to put a level of effort into that. So that'll make it a gimme. Should I still roll or no? No, if you're making it a gimme, you don't need to make a roll. Okay. So there's nothing obvious, but you do hear a strange clicking sound in the distance. It's not close, but it's it's definitely out there, sort of a persistent clicking noise. Okay. I'm not going to do the thing I wanted to do, but Dilly will, I guess, continue to keep persistent watch. Ready to throw a rocket, okay. Nyx or Talia, if it gets close. Okay. So the clicking noise is definitely getting closer over the next hour or two. Right. And yeah, as it gets closer, um, Dilly will wake up Atalia, then well, Atalia first, and just be like, hey, Atalia, um, the clicking noise, there's a clicking noise, I think it's spiders, are you awake yet? I can't tell. Uh, Atalia's like, waking up, Jesky's awake, just... Alright, good, both of you. Uh, <laughs> if you listen closely, there's a clicking noise that sounds kind of like the spiders, I think, and it's been getting closer. It's not here yet, so I think we're fine. Sound like the spiders? The spiders did not make any clicking sound that you're aware of. Oh, I thought... A clicky scream. Yeah, I thought there was a clicky scream. I am trained in listening. Can I uh, be quiet and sh- listen for a moment to try to see if I have any idea how close they are or what they might be? Sure. Because you are trained, it will be a gimmick. Oh, cool. There's at least four distinct clicks, and they are growing closer. They are now probably, you can't see anything yet, because it's dark, but it is a 
they're within a long distance away. And they probably will be within a short distance, not very long after. Okay. Um, I don't know what they are, but we should probably wake up Nix and Cha-Cha. And so I'll, I'll pick up a couple of small rocks and try to toss them at where they are. Because I'm, like, standing up. One of your rocks definitely hits Nyx right in the forehead. (laughs) She, like, unhinges her jaw and her fangs come out in reflex. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dilly goes to Chacha, but, like, look at Nyx, she's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Hey, Chacha. Things. Real life horrors. Let's go. (laughs) There's definitely, like, a compulsive muscular thing where Nix's mouth opens, the fangs come out, and like her mouth like kind of leaps forward for a moment after this rock hits her in the head. All right. We don't wake Nix up before wake up time. Good to know. (laughs) (laughs) Atalia's like, oh, oops, maybe I should have. Well, I guess I'm glad that I didn't actually. Well, that would have gone well for me. That was Nyx getting hit in the head with a rock. Like, that's... <laughs> yeah, I was just like, that was that was Nyx getting attacked in her sleep. Nyx is up. Uh, clicky things. There's something coming for us, right, Natalia? Yeah, there's a thing. It's in long range, but I think it's about to be in short range. All right, which uh, which direction? I'll point towards the sound. Is coming from the west. Nyx takes uh, two steps to the west and ahead of everybody else. Okay. So you guys are going to have an opportunity to roll initiative. Yes. 14. 11. Also 11. Twins. Eight. Okay. So, Nyx, you see these shadowy figures. They're strange. They look almost like... They're like four-legged automatons with these gigantic sort of torso-slash-heads with a light in the center. They're making these clicking sounds that seem to be moving towards you. And they move pretty damn fast. And they, there's at least four of them, and they are definitely approaching you guys, almost as if they're drawn to you. Dilly, what are they? Uh, oh, I... Dan, what are they? Um, It's not Dilly's turn, so he can't try to figure that out for you. It's not my turn. I don't know what you're fucking asking me for. So. Nick's just, yeah awaits them. No, Nix will take two two further steps and and meet them. But she wants to stay within immediate range of the rest of the crew so that they can attack easily. Okay. I mean, they are going to definitely be in short range of you, so what I'll say oh. is this, is that when they get within short range, when they get within immediate range of you, you'll be able to do an attack before they do it. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. So, next up would be either Cha-Cha or Dilly. Dilly can go next. Seeing next step forward, Dilly's going to cast Minor Illusion. 
And what he's going to do is create an image of Nyx, but impose that on top of where Nyx is right now. So it's kind of a similar effect to the us two digital girlfriend scene from Blade Runner 2049, where they were kind of like posed on one another. If you've seen that movie at all. I haven't, but I will. I think I understand what you're saying. So give me a nine intellectual. Okay. Third one of the night is going to need an XP. <laughs> Whoever has the bad luck stick needs to fucking snap it and throw it away. <laughs> Did you roll a one again? No, I got rolled. I rolled a four. Okay. Yeah. This these things don't seem to be fooled whatsoever. Yeah. So next up is Cha Cha. There are these four clicking shadowy things moving towards you guys. In my mind, Chacha's still half asleep in a tree. And so Chacha mm-hmm. is going to shoot one with her ray gun. Okay. So that'll be a six to hit. Actually, no. It will be a three to hit because they're big. Ooh. That's a five. So good thing it went down. So then it's very unhappy and you hear this like clicking screech. Okay, so next up are these critters. One of them is going to attack Cha-Cha. Well, are they in immediate range of Nyx? Now they're getting in with immediate range, so yes, Nyx can have a chance to attack them first. Cool. Closest one. Okay, so that'll be a nine hit. Nyx, my level. Okay, so I'll expend a level of my effort to hit. So actually it'll be six to hit because they're big. Well, I got exactly a six. Thank goodness. Okay. How much damage did you Seven. Do? It's not like that at all. It goes boing. Yep. So then one of them is going to attack Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha, please make a nine speed defense roll. I get an asset or a hindrance because Cha-Cha is in a tree. Ooh, good question. Um, I'll give you an asset. So it'll be a six feet fence. Eleven. Okay, so you dodge its strike. Next one, Dilly. Please make a nine speed fence. Four again. Nix will take that. That's Nix's thing. Alright, go ahead and do that. Okay, so Nix will take the attack. Well, wait a second. Nix already... Well, because you set it up in advance. I'll let you do this. So, Nix... Do you have to You have so to hold gonna, your action in order to take an attack, then? Is what you're saying? It's your action for the round. Okay. But I'm going to say that since you set it up in advance, that you're in good shape for this particular case. So with this particular case, well, actually, no, you set it up in advance to attack them when they came in and you were higher than them. So I don't think you can take this particular attack. Sorry, Dilly. That's fine. 
So, Dilly, um, please. So you failed your might defense roll, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or your speed defense roll, right? I failed whatever roll you told me to. So, yeah. Okay. So you're going to take four points of damage. And then I need you to make a might defense roll of 15. Oh, no. I will spend a level of effort. Get to a 12. I roll a 5. Okay. This thing kind of swallowed you. Oh, good night. Okay. So you will take some damage once you turn. Yeah. The next one is going to attack Nyx. Nyx, please make a speed defense roll of mine. Okay, that's a three for me due to the buckler and the trained without armor. Okay. 17. Okay, we dodge it, no problem. One is going to attack Italia. Italia, please make a speed defense roll of nine. 17. Okay, dodge, no problem. So actually, that's it for them. Next up is Italia. Cool. I'm going to onslaught the closest one. So that will be a... Are you doing physical or mental? I want to do physical, but these other, like, shadowy. Yeah, so if it's physical, it'll be a six to hit. If it's mental, it'll be a nine to hit. Okay, yeah, I'll physically hit them, and I'll um, spend a level of effort to increase the damage there. Okay. Not that dice. Twelve. Okay. So that's plus three damage. And your base damage is, you're doing physical, right? Yeah. That one looks very unhappy. Okay, so next up is Cha-Cha. She is going to shoot her pew-pew. One thing I should be prompting you for is to roll depletion, but we'll go ahead and do this one and then we'll roll depletion. Sir, I'm too drunk for depletion. Yeah, so it'll be a six to hit. I got a 17. Yes, that's plus one damage, so that's five damage. Okay, it's not like that. And roll 1d20. Got 14. Okay, you're good. Okay, so next up is Nyx. There is uh, a couple of these injured. The one that's closest to you is, of course, injured from your last strike, but... Uh, same one. Yep. Okay. So I assume you're just attacking it physically? Yep. And she'll expend uh, one level of might effort to hit to make it a six, right? That would be a three because they're big. Oh, right, right, right. So. Eight. Okay. So you hit it for how much damage? Seven. Okay. What does it look like when you destroy this partially phased thing? Ooh. 
uh, Nyx punches through the phased portion and manages from the inside to hit the unfazed portion and just jars loose a bunch of screws and springs and gears. Okay. Cool. Next up is Dilly. There are three of these things left. Right. So I think I got confused. Last round. Dilly cast Disillusion when they were still at short range, so that's what I thought was the first round of combat. Yeah, so they were initially at long range, but their movement is long. Okay. So they can move an entire... They can move a long distance in one turn if they give up their action, or they can move a short distance or less and keep their action. Okay. Because uh, Dilly goes at the same time as Cha-Cha, so I think I still have a last round combat that could probably be applied to this round, so... I have been swallowed by one of them. Okay. So if it is your turn, you will take eight. Eight damage, actually, being swallowed. Eight damage? Ow. Oh, damn. Okay. Total, or is that just for the one I missed? No, it's it's eight damage for the fact that you just basically got anything. Yeah. If you're if you are swallowed by it, you'll take eight points of damage per round unless you can escape. I would like to do that if I may, <laughs> please. Okay, so it it will be a f- uh, fifteen might roll to try to escape. Okay, and that will be your action. Cool. Wish I had effort to put into that. Seventeen. Nice. So you get out of it, no problem. <laughs> I utter. So next up are critters' turns. There are three of them. One of them is going to move to attack Nyx because it saw what she did to its colleague. <laughs> Nyx, please make a speed defense roll of nine. So a uh, three for me. Okay, you just managed to dodge out of its way. One of them, the one that had just been Dilly, will try to attack Dilly again. Dilly, please make a nine speed defense roll. Oh boy. Question on being impaired does that increase the speed defense AC? So, impaired means that any effort you spend will cost an additional point. And it also means that if you roll up a 17 or above, the max of extra damage you can get is plus one. Oh, okay. 15, you said, was the base guilty? Nine to dodge the attack. Nine to dodge, okay. I will say nothing and roll that straight. Five. Oh, no. Okay. So you are going to take four points of damage, and then I need you to make a 15 might defense. Okay, that's cocked. 15. Yay! Okay, you managed to avoid getting swallowed by this thing again. It was crying. Because naturally... <laughs> So, what kind of impaired is Dilly? The not good kind. Speed or yeah. might? 
impaired is all might is zero. Debilitated is might and speed are both zero. Okay, so one is going to attack Cha Cha. Cha Cha, please make a nine speed defense roll. I got nine. Okay, you dodge it, strike. Um, next up, I believe, is Cha Cha in the order. What happened to Nick? Nick's good? So I have Nick's Dilly, Cha Cha, and then me. And then it's between me and Cha Cha are the bad guys. Chacha's going to swing out of the tree and defend the short boy. So you're going to attack the one that's attacking Dilly? Yes. Okay, so that is going to be, because these things are big, it's only a six. Are you attacking it physically? Are you using an onslaught? What are you doing? Let's go mental onslaught. Okay, so it'll be a six intellect roll. Okay. Yeah. I got 20. Cha-Cha loves keeping Dilly safe. Okay, are you going to take the extra damage or a major effect? Heckin' yeah, extra damage. Okay. Seven damage? It's not like that at all. Damn straight extra damage. Mm-hmm. Be an extra damage kind of family. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now it is Italia's turn. There are three of these things. Okay, I will onslaught the one that is by Dilly as well. Just to get rid of that one, hopefully. Physical or mental? I'll physically onslaught it and I'll use a level of effort. For easing or for damage? For damage. Okay, so it's a six to hit. Okay. It says plus three damage on top. So what does it look like when you destroy this thing? Yeah. I think uh, my own spooky, shadowy, esoteric comes out of my fingertips and goes inside of it. And then it like swirls around and then dissipates because it's also sort of shadowy. Whatever gears and stuff are inside just like fall to the ground. It's just... Okay, so yeah, those fall to the ground, and then this thing almost sort of, like, those gears also sort of phase out of existence. Okay. Okay, back up to Nyx. I think there's actually only two of these left. I guess Nyx will go for for the next one closest to her, unless there's one that's closer to everyone else. No, I think it's fine. Okay. So it's a six to hit if you're doing physical stuff, which I assume you are. Yep, yep. I'm going to spend effort, but this time... I'm going to spend my effort for damage. Okay. What a surprise. Fourteen. Okay, what does it look like when you destroy this thing? Ooh, how does Nyx do this one? It's on four legs, you said? Yes. Nick, like, actually grabs it up by the shoulder of his front legs and just tears. Tears those legs out. Wow. Okay. It tries to push itself along with his back legs for a little while. And you smell mm-hmm. slight burning. And it collapses. Okay. 
just shared in the chat what this thing looks like. Okay, so there's one of these things left, and it's now Dilly's turn. Dilly will pull out his dart thrower and fire at it on shaking legs, barely standing, but still standing. Okay, so it's big, so it's easy to hit. Dart throws light weapon, so it's a three to hit. Okay. So you hit it for two damage. Nice. Doesn't like that. That's spooky. It's real spooky. It is going to try to attack Dilly. Dilly, please make a nine speed defense roll. Seventeen. Yay! Okay, you managed to dodge its attack. Now it is Cha-Cha's turn. There's one of these things left. Cha-Cha's got Mansla Asla. Okay. Let's do it. Do it. I got a 13. Okay. And how much damage did you do? If you're doing onslaught, is it physical or mental? Mental. Okay. So two damage. I thought I thought onslaught was four by default. If it's physical, mental is two, but the advantage is that mental ignores armor. Okay, so next up is Nyx. There's one of these things left. Nyx? Nyx? No, 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 nobody knows who Nyx is. Yeah, I mean, this time she's going to, for artistry's sake, hit it with its buddy's legs. Oh, okay. I like that. Comes in swinging them both, so... Okay. So, it's a six to start. Because you have their buddy's leg, and because it's cool and fun. I mean, I gave you an asset just for funsies. Yay. So it'll be a three hit. I'm going to spend my effort for damage. Uh, what would What do you consider these? What? Are these medium weapons, or...? It'll be a medium weapon in this case. Thirteen. What are its own legs? Okay. So, what does it look like when you kill this thing with the leg of one of its friends? Ooh. Oh. Ooh. What does petty revenge look like? Yeah, so Nyx like, comes, she's like sweeping up and under, and she manages to catch a face portion of it, and then using the, the legs, lifts it up over... Like over Nix's own head and slams it to the ground on the other side. Wow. Okay. So yeah, you guys have slaughtered all these clicking creatures. Some of which have remained there, some of which have fallen out of phase. Sometimes you in some of them, if you do search them, you can find like remnants of flesh and bone inside of them. Hmm. But not much else of significance. But you are definitely out of combat. And you can continue your night's watch unimpeded. Chacha goes back in that tree. Yeah. And as you continue your journey, since you're ignoring Fasten, I mean, it's not easy. A lot of time passes. You rely a lot on Nyx's ability to hunt and forage. To a certain degree, cha-cha, but mostly mix. As you make your way, 
until you can see a large city in the distance. This large city in the distance is quite clearly to mix Shalmas, the city of echoes. And Chacha, it's at this point that you see a strange figure forming in the shadows nearby you as you guys are leaving this grove of this wooded area. And it is of fire and heaven. It's your buddy cop friend, of course. Yay! And it slowly slides towards you and then shifts directions and moves behind Dilly and positions its head right next to Dilly again. <laughs> and it says, Cha-Cha, you're wasting time. You're going to change the world. You need to act quickly. And that's where we'll end this episode. So basically, Chacho's becoming the Messiah. Yes. <laughs> and she is just going to go full blown like prophet. Not again. Yeah. So, speaking of which, um, was there anything cool that Chacha did this episode for you, Alex? It's not like cool, but it was like the. I guess Chacha pushing to like kind of like talk about the situation rather than leaving it at I guess this is what happened and then we like yeah like it sounds weird because it was like it was an uncomfortable situation but I feel like it really helped expand the story because it gave us more insight into Italia the person rather than a man Italia does them wacky things (laughs) yeah she does do some wacky things yeah, I totally get that. But it, like, made, like, Atalia seem like a more fleshed-out character in all of our minds, I think. Or I hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. So we have a session that we do each week called Player Intrusions, where we offer you guys an XP to check out something we think you would absolutely dig. This week, it is my turn. And my player intrusion this week is I will offer you guys an XP if you check out the game Three Goblins in a Trench Coat. It's a game by Daniel Rodriguez. He is uh, one of the cast members of Fandible, which is also an excellent actual play podcast for both Numenera and a bunch of other games. It is a hilarious game where the concept is very simple. Your players are goblins with all the things that goblins contain, (laughs) and they're after things that goblins want. But that means you have to move among humans, which means you need a disguise, in which case it means these goblins are all going to try to hide in a trench coat together and pretend to be human as long as they can get away with it. It's a really simple rule system, but it's also designed to be really hilarious. I mean, there's different designs for the trench coat and what your goblins can have in terms of magic. Some of their magic is like snot balls. 
their trench coats can be either things that are relatively simple and practical to like a seal skin coat where <laughs> if the GM rolls the wrong thing, the seals show up seeking revenge against the goblin horde. It's it's just a very delightful and simple game. And it's a lot of fun. I do recommend drinking during it because it is a very silly game. And the more ridiculous you and the players let it get, the more fun you will have. We actually, as a group, did it as a one-shot for a test recording before we started the podcast. Our recording setups were not to the level they are now, so the quality is not quite the same as high, but it was still a lot of fun, so we will likely release it as a bonus episode pretty soon after you hear this episode. I had a ton of fun with it. It's... uh it's a fun game. There's an optional expansion that can either be Revolutionary War setting or it can actually be the optional rules that we use for either four goblins in a trench coat or five goblins in a trench coat. But I'm speaking mostly as the GM. You guys actually played in it. If anybody has anything they want to chime in about three goblins in a trench coat. One of the spells allows you to just randomly summon in an ogre. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Especially on top of the seals. Yes. Yeah, I forgot about the seal club. <laughs> and a lot of chaos, a lot of fun. From our clan. Yeah, the seals. Oh man. I love that every goblin was its own like controlled its own part of the body. Yeah. Yeah. Which made for a lot of fun. Yeah. I liked Daniel making seal noises for us. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of chaos involved in it, which is which is fun. It was amazing. Seal infested, yeah. Heist, heist, heist. And I always run it with the rule that goblin voices are mandatory, which is also extra fun. And we happened to run like a heist story, which was a lot of fun with, you know, essentially four goblins with the intellect that you would expect from goblins. <laughs> and from us, now that you've listened to us for a while. Yeah. Right. <laughs> us plus goblins. True. Yeah. It's a ton of fun. I would highly recommend you check it out. I'll include in the show notes. Um, it's available now on itch.io from the creator, specifically through his podcast, Fandom Podcast, which I can't recommend enough. He's also the author of another great game that at some point I'll probably do a separate intrusion on called Cats and Corpses, where you are a single person living alone with your cat and you die for whatever reason. And now that you're dead, your main focus is how do I take care of my cat and make sure it's happy until somebody finds us, finds my body and the cat, um, which is a very sweet game that's both morbid and saccharine at the same time it's it's really delightful oh same same author huh or creator i didn't realize that yep same guy he also wrote one called cupid ink which is about you play different like cherubs trying to deal with uh, romance on valentine's day oh no which is also fun but I, I love Three Goblins in a Trench Coat for running it for a group for a really quick 
this character creation is super stupid simple and it's great for a one shot cats and corpses is a one player game so it's just you a deck of cards and a journal but great games a lot of fun big arms and trench coat that's a one page pdf game so anybody who's ever played a tabletop game not a bad entry point if they're coming in with a lot of biases yeah, the official rules are longer than that, but that's because they spent some time doing some like nice layout stuff for it. Oh, sure, yeah. But yeah, the basic rules you can fit in a page. It's it's super simple. It's just a fun indie game, which is delightful to play. It's definitely one for drinking because the rules are definitely set up. Like, There's even a clause in the expansion rules where there's an optional rule to kind of constrain the player's skills because in the first edition of the game, the player's skills were left really unbalanced because it was a punishment for the GM to allow your players to play this game. <laughs> it's fun. I, I would highly recommend it. I, I love playing it for like a quick one shot. I've played it both with this crew as well as I've done quick con games of it. You can get through a game in about two hours and it's just, it's just a lot of fun. But yeah, I would give you an XP to check out Three Goblins in a Trench Coat by Daniel Rodriguez. If people wanted to reach out to us to tell us about the podcast or to tell us what they think of if they've tried it out, Three Goblins in a Trench Coat, how would they do that, Marietta? Oh, man. If you want to find out all about us, a great place to start would be our website. It's explorerswanted.fm. And then we are on all of the social medias. We are on Twitter at Explorers Wanted. We're on Facebook, Explorers Wanted Podcast. And we're on Instagram at Explorers Wanted Podcast. And then we have our Patreon is going. If you would like to support us and help us keep the lights on and create new content, we would love it if you would support us if you have the means. And we're Explorers Wanted on Patreon. If you like the podcast, the best thing that you could do for us is to tell a friend and tell them why you like the podcast and why they should listen to it. The second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star rating or review on a podcast directory, whether that's Apple Podcasts or whether that's through Podchaser or Stitcher or something else. Particularly if you actually leave a, a written review where you say what you like about it, that makes a huge difference to people trying out the podcast and checking it out. Although I will say, for those of you who have already gone and taken the step to give us that five-star rating, we deeply appreciate it. But the reviews also make a huge difference for us. If you didn't like the podcast, then I'm sorry, but I think you're probably stuck in the loop. Every day for you begins the same way, with the same set of memories, over and over again, for eternity, and doomed to repeat the same choices. And the worst part is you don't even know what's happening. But there is a way to get free. The way out is a little bit unconventional, but the next time that you get a robocall, it won't be a sales or collection service. It may sound like one, 
but you need to say the code word in order to be connected to the correct agent. Let the pre-recorded message play for exactly 10 seconds and no more. Then you should say as loudly as you can into your phone or headset, yeah, yeah, consumer photography. If you get the timing right, you'll be connected to an agent who can help you escape the loop that you found yourself in. It's a free one from us to you. If you want to reach out to us individually on the social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. Uh, when you finally escape the loop, you can follow me on Twitter at Stace Windu. If your goblin voice sounds like Dave Mustaine, you can find me at Slam Potato on Twitter. If you want to weigh in on this debate, is it milk or milk? You can tweet me at RealTUnicorn at Twitter. It's definitely milk. Thanks for asking. And you can tell me what you think about that on Twitter at I'm on a hike. Oh, yeah. Why do I say milk so weird? It's milk. 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 Pretend it's an E. Milk. Milk. What? <laughs> Why is there an E? Milk. It's M-I-L-K. That's what I'm saying. Milk. Well, yeah, but you pronounce it milk. with an E. Now you guys are saying it's milk. milk. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Milk. milk. It is milk. You're right. Thank you. It's yes. Not, it's milk. <laughs> <laughs> really quickly, how would you guys uh, describe the savory bakery item that is in a circle, like a tori, that may, for example, be called an everything of its type? Bagel. A bagel. We don't have any youpers here. My brain went punk, so I don't know what you guys are talking about. Are you a bagler? An everything bagel. Are no. you a bagel guy? No, but my wife says bagel sometimes. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a youper thing. Bagels. I, uh, I've i been to New York. That was just a Brita reference. <laughs> yes, exactly. They say I bagel. <laughs> That's it for us. Have a good night. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week, as we will for every week for the foreseeable future. Have a good day, and bye! bye. I shouldn't have gotten this drunk.